Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our podcast. This week's episode is a really twisted tale of horror called Ugly Lover. Joining me to introduce it is not an ugly lover, the very lovely Biz Urban. Here she is. Hello everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, this has Yay. been so much fun. Biz, one of our cast members, one of our producers. I wanted to bring you in on this one because Biz has, has, a, has a great love of horror stories. And this is a really gnarly one. Yeah, pretty much the darker the better. And <laughs> I hadn't heard this one in a while. And when I revisited it, oh boy, is it dark. Um, it's very dark. Yeah. It's very dark. I think I lost some cast members over this one at one point. <laughs> oh, I do, really. I really do. I think some of them were like, I don't know. Is this, this, this the direction this show is going to go in <laughs> at one point? Uh, the story of this one is about a mysterious woman who sort of collects ugly male lovers in her life for a, a nefarious purpose. You gotta you gotta kinda listen to the story to, to find out a little bit about about the twists and turns along there. But talk Biz, talk a little bit about what about what sort of stood out for you uh, in just in just hearing the audio of it again. What I really love about this piece is that it it shows what radio drama does better mm-hmm. than when you actually visually see something. Because the description is so <laughs> It's so visceral. You you actually, your mind can go to a place that is darker, that is more distorted, that is more disturbing than if you saw it on a screen. Right. So yeah. the description of ugly is, uh, it's, for me, I went to some place very dark, very sad, um, and... I don't think that if my eyes had seen it, right. it would have actually accomplished. Yeah, that. it's more. It, it, this is definitely a piece that lets your imagination go. Um, it's you know one of the things I love about it is that it's essentially like a noir. Mm-hmm. Uh, told from the point of view of sort of a noir narrator named Jacko, wonderfully played by James Napoli. Love you, James. Yes, and it's really, really cool the way that this is a very descriptive piece. While a lot of the ones we do have seen, seen, seen between multiple actors, this is really Jacko, our, our noir narrator, taking us through this story with just little vignettes of these other people. So you're really getting to describe, like ugly going into this woman's home and what all the different bedrooms look like and what she looks like and what he looks like and it's all done by the beautiful you know writing of Zeke K and his twisted mind who comes up with 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 this particular piece so yeah I, I agree with you I really love the descriptive element of this particular one and I like the fact that uglies uh we we are able to visualize what we think ugly looks like mm-hmm. thanks to James but his idea of what this woman looks like, that is from his perspective. Right, yeah. So who's to say, I mean, this man has not seen beauty a lot in his life. Absolutely. So it's a very, it's a really interesting mind, uh, what's a word I can use that's not a profanity? <laughs> mind trick. It's yes. a trick of the mind. Yes. What he sees in this woman, right. which I think is really amazing. Um, what also I, I adore... Rob's music in this one. Oh yeah, the Iceman's music. He's really great. It's like rock and roll and oh, like really in your face. Hard and it's edgy and it's uh, it, it makes it feel like you're like walking on the edge of a needle, like mm-hmm. on the pinpoint of a needle. Right. Yeah. I remember. Time. I remember when we put it together. My directing notes to everybody. 
and even Rob on the music was I want it I want it really dirty I want it really raw I don't want this to be a pretty piece I want it to be really really rough edges and Rob's music really portrays that you wanted and, it to be a little ugly yes is that what I did want it to be a little ugly <laughs> the great thing about this piece too is it really it, the the real underlying message of this piece is you know what what you know the real definition of ugly what is ugly is it yeah. physical or is it inside and that's where a lot of the twists and turns come from this one so I say we let everybody give a listen to it they've heard us they've heard us talk about it they're ready to go on this one thank you biz for joining me as My always pleasure. listen for biz the next two weeks coming up uh, the week after next she's going to be in a wonderful piece called conversations in cars last day of summer uh, and then she's going to be starring in another piece coming up in September called September of my painful dead broke years that'll be a fun one to do I can't wait yeah so anyway but enjoy this one at home everybody really really a little twisted noir horror for you called ugly lover <laughs> New frequency, a theater of the mind on the air. On the air. In three. It's coming. Pretty clever. In two. Overcome by a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful production. In one. New frequency. It's like nothing I have ever experienced. The world does not make a welcome place for its not-so-favorite sons. And for these unlucky few who spend their lives in fear and in hiding, they often get lost on their way in life. So do what you're about to hear in our next twisted tale of horror called Ugly Lover. Desert highway, dark, paved with cracks and memories lost. And along comes Ugly on his motor scooter. On his way to Jacko's 24-hour occult discount warehouse. There were closer apothecaries to procure information and ingredients for holistic or hellistic use. But Jacko's is the only chain of occult stores open 24 hours a day. It's a perfect match for children of the night, evil insomniacs, and slaves to the secret life. A perfect match for Ugly. He shopped only when he had to, and then only after three in the morning. Fewer people to stare, point, or snicker. Ugly had tried various potions, talismans, and spells ever since his 13th birthday nearly 20 years ago, but he was still as ugly as ever. Uglier even. Ugly still believed magic worked, but he was starting to think that, like everything else... It only works for the pretty people. How do I know? I'm Jacko. It's my job and pleasure to polish the crystal balls. Sorry to bother you, Jacko, but did you move the bugs, Wart? Melody? She was one of the pretty people. She shopped in the middle of the night for different reasons. Sold out. Had a rush on it. You know, full moon. (laughs) You could always use uh, (laughs) ruddleweed. Thanks, Jacko. Sure. Ugly blinked away the incense-induced tears and glared at Melody. He didn't know her, but he knows her type. At least he thinks he does. That laugh could get her anything she wanted. A door held open, a flat tire change, a man's coat, a man's... Heart. The last thing Ugly wanted to see was such a pretty face. It was sure to gnarl up in repulsion at the sight of him. <sighs> he turned to leave, but he'd driven so far it was painfully cold riding his scooter through the desert past sundown. At a top speed of 36 miles per hour, the wind managed to slit through his coat like a razor blade down his back. So hope, no matter how fleeting, kept him in the store. The hope that this time he'd find a spell that would work, cut deeper, and take away the ugly. Slowly, with much pain, he moved toward the dried herbs, trying not to limp. <sighs> 
He hid his face in the shadows, hoping the blackened hump on his back blended into the dark corners of the poorly lit store. Ugly grabbed two romance candles as he passed a velvet-covered shelf and pinched one under each armpit in a desperate attempt to mask his body odor. Maybe she just wouldn't notice him. He studied the latest beauty spell forwarded from a shaman to his email. So, Ugly measures out the required herbs into a brown paper sack. Excuse me? (gasps) He jumps. There's a hand on his shoulder. It burns and freezes him still. Ugly dare not look. But that smell, her smell. His head turns, her eyes, those blue, blue eyes make him forget for an instant that he is what he is. Those eyes not squinted in disgust, but open wide. A gentle welcome. And her curly blonde locks dance in a hidden breeze. Blood red lips, her lips. They move. She speaks. You don't need that stuff. She lived half an hour away in a Victorian house, paint blistered by the desert heat, the shutters splintered, the windows black with dirt, unable to reflect the toenail moon. Tumbleweeds covered the path to her front door. Melody escorted Ugly inside. Don't be frightened. Come in. Inside, there were too many corridors and doorways. The living room had too many corners, shadows, places for someone to hide. Ugly kept his eyes wide open, ready for someone to jump out from behind the blood-red curtains and smash him over the head, stick him with a knife. Beautiful women don't invite uglies back to their house just to spend time with them, and no one had ever invited him anywhere. But the night went flawlessly, (laughs) almost. She sat him in the front parlor and brought him a cup of cranberry tea. Melody didn't pull away when Ugly accidentally brushed against her reaching for the cup. He hesitated, daring not to sip lest it be poisoned. It's not too hot. See? Her full lips pressed against the cup's lip, and she sipped. So Ugly pushed his cup to her, snatched hers, and he drank. (laughs) The sweet, hot liquid stung his tongue with tartness and dripped down the back of his throat. (laughs) You're an interesting young man. Melody didn't hesitate to touch him when she laughed. Melody was sweet and kind. Ugly finished his tea and stared at her in silence, a puzzled look on his face. No need for crystal balls to know what Ugly was thinking. Melody explained her motivation with two simple words. I'm lonely. They talked, or rather she talked, and Ugly listened until sunrise spilled into the room. She even fell asleep in Ugly's arms. It might have been a dream, a perfect night, but for one thing, thanks to all the cranberry tea, Ugly had to pee. He slid out from under her, put a pillow in his place, and set out in search of the toilet. Indeed, it was more like an adventure. His bladder was tight to the point of bursting, yet he couldn't help but notice all the wonderful antiques behind every wrong door. One room contained... Steamer trunks plastered with images of dragons and snakes. Another room was filled with... A four-poster bed with drooping brown canopy. An oak vanity with a silver frame. Must have held a mirror in some distant time. In fact, nearly every piece was missing something. Chipped or filthy. Ugly. Yes, he realized all the wonderful works of art and craft were ugly. And the air, the air was thick with dust as if no one had entered these rooms in decades. He could feel the skin on his face bubbling up with pimples. He reached to open another door, praying the bathroom would be behind it. But this door was locked. He looked through the keyhole, but the room... dark to see. He came upon more rooms, all different from each other, yet all in one way exactly alike. No mistaking it. Every room contained the once or potentially pretty whispers of beauty gone bad. Finally, Ugly stumbled across the bathroom. Ah. While at last he emptied his bladder, he looked to the mirror over the sink to check the dry pinprick rash spreading up his neck. But there was no mirror over the sink or behind the door, no mirrors anywhere. Hmm. Strange. 
Weeks went by, each night mirroring the last only with more intensity, more familiarity. He would arrive at Melody's house just before sunset. From a deck on the third floor, they'd watch the desert sky turn purple with night. They'd kiss and hold each other tight. Then they'd walk downstairs past the locked room and have tea and conversation until exhaustion swept them to sleep. Ugly never tried to make love to Melody, and she never asked him to. She never asked Ugly to go with her out into the public where they might be seen together, and he didn't want her to. He knew the only thing the world despised more than an ugly man was an ugly man with a beautiful lady. So they stayed inside and held each other tight. Feet moving slowly, tossing up little swirls of dust, they danced a slow, gentle waltz. This is nice. You're so beautiful. Indeed, she was beautiful. But they'd been dating a month, and ugly people fall prey to human nature as much as pretty people, perhaps more so. Ugly was getting comfortable, a dangerous way to get. One by one, he noticed flaws. Melody's flaws, details that had escaped his detection in the heady dizziness of love's onset. The cracked lines around her eyes and lips were... She must be ten years older than he, not younger as he'd originally thought. Her hair wasn't as... Shiny. Her breasts as... Herky. Her feet as... Tiny. Rear as... Curvy. Her eyes as... Blue. Well, not that it matters. She was a smart, kind, and funny woman, and she was pretty. The prettiest woman to ever kiss him. The only. The point here is that he was getting comfortable, and that's why he asked her about the room, the locked room. A girl's gotta have her secrets. That's what she said the first time he asked. She said it the second time, too. When he pressed, she finally said, I don't want you to go in that room. Not ever. Promise me. I, I, I promise. Oh, the poor guy. He thought he meant it. He cared deeply for her. The only thing that he couldn't figure out beside what she kept in the room was why she cared for him. Something inside that overfed voice of insecurity told him the two just might be connected. That's why, on this cold, cloudless night, when Ugly eased out of Melody's sleep-woven embrace to go to the bathroom and found the once-locked door left ajar, he just had to take a peek. Slowly, he pushed open the door. In the shadows, the darkness, his imagination ran away with him. What could be hidden or hiding in the room? The shriveled-up corpse of a once cruel mother? A shrine to the devil, ball gags, whips, chains, a torture rack. But nothing he could have imagined lay behind that door. He flicked on the light. It was a dwarfish room made smaller by the shelves that lined the walls, cannibalizing what space there was. Hundreds of framed photos sat upon them. Time-frozen eyes stared back at him, and confusion washed through his mind. He lifted a photograph. What he saw made him wince. He picked up another, gruesome. He grabbed a third, a fourth, a fifth photo. It was horrible. Pictures of... Ugly people. Her, Melody, standing next to ugly people, holding them in her arms. Or kissing them on the cheek as the flash fired, capturing her and the ugly ones forever. Pictures, more pictures. Pictures of the ugly standing there all by themselves. Some sad, some confused, most wrapped with joy, but all... Ugly, ugly, ugly. His chest heaved in pain, his brain pounded against his skull, trying to escape his pitiful self. Melody... An ugly lover. You promised. <gasps> ugly didn't care about his promise, not me more. Angry tears dripped down his pink ulcer-ridden cheeks. I thought it was real. You and I. It is. I care about you. I... I love you. Oh, how many times he'd have gladly died, throwing himself to the jackals just to hear those words. But now they've been said, they burn into his soul like acid. Like you loved all of them. More, I swear. 
silent teardrops drip from her swollen eyes. You pretty people are all the same. I'll put on the music. We can dance. Hold each other tight. I, I love when we no, dance. No, you can't love anyone but yourself. Ugly pace from one side of the room to the other, unsure of what to do. It doesn't make you feel like a goddess. Is that why you do it? Do what? Ugly looked at her, really looked, and finally he saw her for what she was, yeah. a sad, lonely woman. Not beautiful. Maybe she was once years ago. That's why you date the uglies, yes? So you feel their appreciation to make you feel beautiful again? How long do you keep the melody? How much longer did I have before you threw me out? Do you do it once they become comfortable, once they see who you really are? No. I'll bet you cut them loose while they still love you, lust for you. Then you find some other sucker to make you feel beautiful again. No, no, you're wrong. And you're despicable. Melody reached for ugly, but he pulled away, <laughs> disgusted. She tried to speak, but the tears stuck in her throat and came out a gargle. Slowly, she moved to the far corner of the room to an object draped with black cloth. I didn't leave them. Not a single one. She wiped the salty tears from her lips, took a deep breath. Promise me you're not like the others. What? Promise me. Promise if I make you beautiful, you won't leave me. She slipped the velvet cloth off the object. It was a camera, as old as all her other antiques, but the mahogany tripod shined with oil gloss. The iron latches that held the old camera to the wood had not a fleck of rust, nor the bellows a speck of dust. The lens radiated, collecting the room's light like God's eye. The camera, it, it has magic. It can make you beautiful if, if that is what you really want. Ugly stared at himself, turned upside down, reflected in miniature on the camera's lens. The wiry hair, the crooked body, the tattered turtle, a putrid puppet. He swallowed hard, but he felt the camera's magic. But dizzy. The others, I, I cared about them. They chose to change, to give up what they were. Then they left me. Promise you won't leave me? You, you made them beautiful, and they left? Oh, I'm so sorry, those, those things I said about you. Promise you won't leave me. Ugly's heart raced. I promise. Melody took a deep breath. Tears puddled up along the bags under her eyes. Smile. The stench of spent flash powder filled his lungs. Ears burned hot. His stomach twisted into knots. His hand shook like a pot boiling over. He could feel his body changing. His left eye twitched. His skin crawled with the dance of a billion excited electrons. Cool sweat evaporated from his face, lightning quick. Oh, yes, he could feel the change right down to the blood pumping through his flesh. Uh, a mirror. I've got to find a mirror. Ugly darted from room to room. Melody sidled into the hall. Her body shivered. She cried. Ugly grabbed her shoulders Is and shook. Is there a mirror in this damn house or not? Melody nodded. Tears dripped from her cheeks, stinging Ugly's naked arms. Tell me where. The, the basement. Ugly ran down the stairs, taking two, three at a time. Through the blackness of the basement, Ugly saw a glimmer far off in the corner. A uh, mirror. Sprinting across the dark room, he tripped over something. Ooh, God damn it, light. Turn on the light. Behind him, Melody flicked a switch, and the room lit white. Oh, at last, at last. Ugly climbed to his feet. Ugly turned. Ugly looked. <laughs> Ugly saw his reflection in the mirror. His blood froze. He raised his hands to his face. But the same I purple sores ate at his face around the same crooked nose, the same pale skin stretched over the same tumors on his same misshapen skull. The image lost focus as his eyes smeared over with tears. He turned away from the mirror. I thought the camera was magic. It, it didn't work. But it had worked, just not the way he'd hoped. <laughs> 
Melody slammed Ugly's face with the old camera, shattering his cheekbone. Crimson petals blossomed across the mirror. A second blow, upwards. Ugly collapsed to the ground. Ugly slipped in and out of consciousness. Images appeared like a slideshow. He saw what had tripped him. Stone. Wall. Ankle high, forming a circle around him. His blood pooled into streams and gathered against the wall. It's not the camera that's magic. It, it's the film. And you've got to get the exposure. She drove a tripod leg through his left eye. Just right! He didn't move again. You could have said you were happy just the way we were. She said the words and soaked a sheet of silver-dusted film in the fresh blood, then loaded it into the camera. She lit a red candle, and with that she lit four more, placing each at the appropriate point around the circle. She set up the camera, removed her clothes. Naked, she bathed in his blood. The bitter, seasoned, ripe blood only a broken heart can manufacture. The type of blood required to expose the spell upon the film and in turn reverse the ravages of time. Slowly, as tears of renewed loneliness ran down her cheeks, she posed before the camera lens and snapped the shutter. And slowly the wrinkles faded, and painfully youth retook her body and soul. Ugly twitched, and with his final drop of life, he reached one last time for the glowing loveliness, the essence. Beauty. Frequency. Signing off in three, two, one.